The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This podcast is powered by SportStrength. Your digital water cooler. Hey, y'all. This is the Stay Fierce with Coach Val podcast. In this episode, I interviewed Natalie White, who founded Moolah Kicks, the first sneaker brand created for women's basketball players. She was just 22 years old when Moolah Kicks started, and it was during the pandemic. And now her sneakers are in Dick's Sporting Goods. We talked about her skills as a baller, what drove her to start Moolah Kicks, 
why her sneakers never need to be broken in, and much more. You'll also find out if she likes salt or sugar in her grits. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. Everyone should take a multivitamin, and it's important to choose one that is high quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens to help you start your day right. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals, or artificial anything. Plus it costs less than $3 per day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Welcome, Nat. Thank you. Thanks, Coach Val. It's good to be here. Um, I want to ask you lots of questions about Moolah, but first I need to know what is your skill as a basketball player? What kind of ball are you? You seem like you have a lot of swag on the court. Yeah. What got I'll- you into the basketball? Okay. Exactly. Yeah. That, I mean, I'd say maybe that's my greatest strength and greatest weakness, right? I'm, I'm, I can cross anybody up and then brick a layup. So that's my forte, <laughs> creating like crazy space, getting someone to fall, and then just absolutely oh. smoking, missing the shot afterwards. Which might to say I'm from New York because I have the handles, but I don't have the jump shot just yet. Maybe I'll grow into it. Oh, I want to see a video now. I want to see a video. What's your what's your looks, go-to move? What's the move that no one can stop? <laughs> no one can stop. I'm not sure. I love I love a I love a fake a little first jab step and then pull act like you're going. Do it a couple of times. Give them a little uh-huh. shimmy and then blow by and pull back or or just put it up right from there. Fake the drive and, uh, and Moolah kicks. Up at just 22 years old in the middle of a pandemic, what drove you to do this? Absolutely. I can say, you know, jump shot aside, (laughs) layup aside, I did grow up playing basketball in New York and I played on a lot of the top AAU teams, a lot of the top travel teams and went to Boston College is when I founded Moolah Kicks right at the height, exactly right when the pandemic really hit in March of 2020 because I have always been so bothered by some of the gender disparities that divide men's and women's basketball and that experience of walking into the footwear store and having to shop as a female basketball player in either the men's or the children's section not only has a negative social implication that we don't really belong somehow in the game, but It also has a negative performance implication that goes untalked about, which is that women's feet, girls and women are those, that foot shape is different in five places than that of boys and men. So when we as female hoopers wear boys, men's, children's sneakers that are either 
that are labeled unisex and in the men's section, it actually puts us at greater risk for knee, ankle, and leg injury. And I started Moolah Kicks because I realized that it's bigger than a sneaker battle, you know? I mean, women's basketball is always compared to men's as somehow the men's basketball is the standard, right? We say, oh, she's so good because she shoots like Curry. Or the women play at two, the boys play at five, right? Everything is somehow in relation to the boys, to men's basketball. And even footwear and brands and organizations, how they address women's basketball versus men's basketball. I knew that what we as a women's basketball community, what we needed was, of course, first and foremost, a sneaker that elevated performance. But also, we needed that to come from a brand whose sole priority is to celebrate and create more opportunity within women's basketball. And what's so special, why I'm so excited about this is because in the past, we've been asking people, right? We've been asking big brands. We've been asking big leagues and organizations, hey, invest more, carve out more money, put us on TV more. And with Moolah Kicks, we don't need to ask anyone, because this is built by and for female basketball players. And every single pair that gets sold is a reinvestment into the future of women's basketball. It's either more products specifically for women's basketball players or it's higher sponsorship dollars for professional female basketball players. And that's what gets me excited is it is a change of path and it's a positive movement towards really owning our own future and being excited and proud of who we are as a women's basketball community. Well, you got me like all hyped up to like go ball out, <laughs> do something. See my kicks, see my moolah kicks. I can go out and ball out on someone because all my career, even when I was a, a, a Nike athlete, I wore men's shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything was based on the, I had to I wear 11 and a half men's. I, I know that because those are the shoes I'm always buying for myself still. And I think it's amazing that you had the vision at such a young age and you're still in school, right? You're still in school. Take some people, people in school just trying to figure out how to get through finals week. You are building a sneaker company. You are going head to head against Nike, Adidas, under Armour, you're, you're going at those guys. I mean, I just think that takes a lot of, that took, took a lot of courage. It still does take a lot of courage. Thank you. I mean, I think, I think it does. And I think we have to say too, you know, you were playing pro the best, you, the best, you know, you achieved the dream in women's basketball, right? And you were still playing in men's sneakers and in Moolah Kicks, you'll be a 13. Of course we go up to size 15, so there's no need to worry. But playing at that level and playing in equipment that compromises your performance as well as sends a message to those young girls about what they should be doing, right? That, that they should be, they can be playing women's basketball, but all their gear is made for men. All of their, their touch points are men's first. That also sends a message. And so it makes me really excited as well just to have put the work in, but to now have the product out there and to have the women's basketball community 
so excited about it and so behind it is what made it what makes it all worth it truly the name moolah where did you i know it means money but how did you decide to make that the name of your company and was that your first choice it was my first choice and slang i knew i wanted the name to be slang for money because the slang aspect is a positive nod to the street culture that really makes women's hoops what it is right Crossing them up, but smoking the layup. That's the name of the game, at least where I grew up playing. Then the money aspect is so important because it's a symbol of it's a symbol what Moolah as a company is doing for women's basketball. We are not asking anyone for more salary money. Rather, we are a vehicle where we can provide more sponsorship dollars towards those female basketball players. It's a completely different vehicle, and it's one that opens up the financial opportunity for professional female hoopers. Do you see yourself getting any female hoopers in the future as, oh, of as, course. as spokespeople? Of yeah, that's, we're right now, well, we're in talks with a couple of athletes, and we're definitely I'm, working on building out both the college and the professional roster. Okay, so if you need any old school like has-beens, I'm here. I'm here for you. Perfect. On your roster, you'll, you'll, you'll be the first to <laughs> <end> up, Bell. <laughs> uh, all right, so I love the new colorful designs. I mean, they're they're straight fire. Um, can you talk about the box design that you chose for the sneakers? Because I know the design of the box is symbolic from the outside to the inside of the box. Yeah, the box design is really important. The outside of the box is a is the ratio of attendance at men's versus women's NCAA games in 2019. And that's a real stat that was pulled and published from the data set where on the outside of our box you'll see about 70, roughly 70% of it is blue, which and 30% is yellow, which shows the ratio of people that physically attended college games at the men's versus the women's in 2019, which is wow. before COVID, which is why it's important. And you open the box, and that's kind of a nod to where the brand came from. But you open the box, and there's a really, there's a packed crowd, or the whole inside is yellow, okay? There's a packed crowd around a court. It's all yellow. There's a message from me, and it shows the future that we're going towards, right? It shows the packed stands, the hype, and the celebration that we are continuing to cultivate within women's basketball. And it really shows the positive nature of how this brand, how we're working to position it, right? We understand where the gap came from on the on the outside, but on the inside, we're really just excited to continue to pave a, a positive path forward. And as the years go on, we'll see the yellow on the outside of the box slowly or quickly mm. maybe come across the outside, nice. showing that attendance is improving. I'm not sure if there's ever been such an interactive box design. Um, it's a genius. Not, I'm not trying to gas you up, but I like to keep shoe boxes. So when I get when I buy my pair of kicks, I'm going to definitely keep that box. And I don't know. Somehow I'm going to actually carry the box around with me everywhere I go. I'm like, look, this is a disparity. Look inside. Are you are you inspired? 
because I just think that um, the message that you send with every person that buys the, the shoe um, and to every girl, sorry, that buys the shoe is, it's empowering, it's inspirational. And I don't know, I just love the colors. Yeah, I think it's a mix of both, right? It's, it's everything that we do has purpose, but it's also just cool. And I think yeah. it can really be as simple as that, right? Like, yeah, we don't, we're not writing exactly. And that's, some people always ask me, well, where, how do I know that that's what the box means if you didn't tell me? And the answer is you don't. You know, you th- there's a story behind everything, but we're not we're not writing the story and and giving it and spoon feeding it to people. It's like there is a little story behind every detail of this brand, and you can dig and you can learn about it. But at face value, it's also just cool. It's something that is something <laughs> that's unique and built just for female basketball players, and it, we don't necessarily have to have. Don't necessarily a meaning and a message written all over it other than we're here to hype be the loudest hype woman for women's basketball at any level. And that's what we need. What are who were some of the players that you recently signed on your your roster? The roster is looking looking if you awesome. If you yeah, can Dominique, <laughs> Dominique Onu out of UCLA, Sanaya Rivers out of South Carolina. We have some some Ivy athletes, Ashley Duke Charm. We have Anna Camden out of Penn State. Our, our, and then we have really our whole roster is balancing our core mission of purpose and performance where we have some extremely talented D1 players with a very big platform who are going out there and sharing the purpose of Moolah Kicks. And then we have a lot of really crafty D2 and D3 players who are actually wearing the sneakers in game. And we've, the, the balance of the roster has been awesome. We have the NESCAC schools who are heading into their playoffs right now, yeah. division three. And a, we have representation on almost every team rocking the Olympics. Well, my son plays for NESCAC school. He plays for Amherst. So I'm definitely familiar oh, that's with awesome. um, the schools. Yeah, yeah. Proud tradition, great sports tradition. Um, how did how did you exactly. find them? How do you how did you pick who you wanted to be on your roster? It was most of the players were very mutual. Some reached out to us. We reached out to a few that we oh. felt would really align with the brand. But a lot of the players reached out to us and said they love what we're doing and. How can they get involved? And those are the players that we really want representing us because it's such we're such a purpose-driven brand that having people who really get it right on instinct and align with it and continue to spread the message, that's what's most important. I agree. Are there any, um, you spoke about performance, are there any performance advantages to having a shoe specifically made for your foot? Absolutely. I think the biggest will be the, is the injury, the decreased risk of injury, and especially happens uh, when you're younger. So the younger players are wearing moolah kicks, 
the better their body is able to adapt to kind of the game of of basketball and what we would see is some of those overuse injuries that come out when you're wearing men's sneakers. So, you know, if you start wearing Moolah kicks at age five and you've played in them, you start playing in them and, and we're gathering some of this data right now, but you're playing in sneakers that are fit for you your entire career, your entire career. that's really going to make a difference it's in really terms of make- foot, knee and ankle alignment because our sneakers are fit biomechanically for the female foot form. So how is that different than if I'm in the Nike women's section and I'm buying a woman's shoe that's made by Nike? What's the difference? Nike doesn't make women's basketball. There is not a single women's basketball shoe that they make. So they're basically taking a men's shoe and making it a woman's shoe. Yeah, they make women's running, women's soccer, but no women's basketball. So when Atlanta Deladon had her own shoe, it wasn't a woman's shoe. It was basically a, a cast of a men's shoe, but slap Atlanta Deladon on it. You know, I can't comment on the specifications of certain models, but I can say that in general, they haven't had a widespread women's model and even if they do i think this is where the really important piece lies right is even if a big brand decides to come out with a women's sneaker they're doing just that right they're deciding to come out with a women's sneaker whereas this is a brand that was founded for the sole purpose of built, of hyping up and fueling the hype around women's basketball, of reinvesting every single dollar either goes back into making more products for female hoopers or goes into higher sponsorship money. Whereas if you're buying a pair, say, say one of the big brands makes a women's basketball shoe. That's great. You buy the basketball shoe, it's fit for women, same thing, but when you put your money towards that company, they in turn are using that profit to pay for the NFL, to NFL sponsorships, MLB sponsorships, baseball cleats, baseball gloves, yoga mats. I mean, they make everything under the sun, essentially. And so the biggest difference is that where are we putting our dollars and how is that helping build the future that we really want to see. Okay. Got it. Got it. Oh, I just remembered that I wanted to ask you about the NIL. Has that been beneficial to you as a, as a brand since you're able to it's been work with college players? Yeah, it's been huge. When you ask when our, who our players are, you know, those are all college athletes that I'm talking about. So NIL has been, has been absolutely incredible. There are players out there just killing it. And I, you know, when I think about um, Cameron Brink on um, Stanford, they're six, yeah. I think she's six, five or six center. She's, she's always doing Instagram posts for, for some brand. I, I remember um, Netflix was one of her sponsors. So I am so envious right now because I didn't have that when I was playing 
you know, just I'm, I'm trying to figure out who I would have been sponsored by some Sony Walkman or Fry's Electrics, yeah, things exactly. that don't exist anymore. <laughs> oh, how did um, the Dick Sporting Goods deal come about? Well, I have to say, Dick Sporting Goods is just, I've been blown away by their commitment to performance women's team sports. I mean, their commitment to basketball and building out their women's basketball section and making every female hooper feel at home when they walk in the door is unbelievable. I actually had, I saw a spot that they did on Good Morning America where they had a young female player talking about an experience that she had at a competing retailer where she went in and asked for sneakers and they said, I'd rather watch paint dry than watch women's basketball. And Dick Sporting Goods had paid for her to oh, go on America and tell the story. Yeah. And then they came on and some of the members of the executive team came on and talked about all of the initiatives that they've been doing for women in sports. And when I saw it, I knew that this would be a terrific fit for their stores and the initiatives that they've been really driving in this industry. So the partnership with them has been absolutely incredible. We're in 140 stores and we have, we've been contributing to what is the first women's basketball section ever. Wow. Have you, are you in any stores in the Pacific Northwest? Seattle area. We are. I can look up the. I can look up the store list for you. Yeah. But the best way is from the Mula website. You can type in your address, and you can see the closest retailers that are carrying okay. the sneakers. And that's truly the best I had a way. That was, looking. that was what. Well, I had a friend that was looking for basketball shoes. It's like, hey, Dick's carries my. I, my friend started mm-hmm. a brand called Moolah Kicks. It's in Dick's Sporting Goods. Yeah. Check it out. But I didn't know for sure if it was in Seattle or not. Yeah, it, you have to check. It depends on which store. But what's awesome about that is that so many people have – we've ne- literally never put on women's basketball sneakers before. So sometimes the, si- the size conversion going from what would be a men's to a women's, everyone says across the board, oh, my gosh, these – these fit like sneakers, not like basketball shoes. And a lot of times their their size is a little bit off, half size, full size for what really fits their foot. And usually when we're playing in men's sneakers, we go with size up and wear, wear bigger socks or lace them extra tight because they don't fit right. Yes. But that's not, that's not normal. Okay. That's because they don't fit our feet. So now when they're able to, when they're able to wear, when girls are able to lace up and sneakers really fit for them, they often don't know their size right off the bat. Yeah, I can't wait to like try them on because I never had a shoe that I didn't have to pull the laces all the way so they're almost touching just so I feel <laughs> somewhat comfortable. <laughs> I know. About your, your family, are they really excited with regards to what you're doing? Yeah, I mean, I think, look, my family's my family is definitely very supportive and I think everyone in my life, my friends, my family, my teammates, old coaches, it's really been so many people 
pitching in to help me get this off the ground because as you know I was a solo founder creating this company and it's taken a lot of people connecting me with others making sure that I have strong advisors making sure that I'm not missing any steps in order to bring this company to fruition and so I'm definitely thankful for all the people in my life who've chipped in whether it be at taking video shoots at uh in in 30 degree weather and we're all taking off our coats pretending it's warm or if it's you know i mean just the the lines that and and things that people have done have really really been encouraging was there ever a a point in your shoe game journey that you got discouraged oh my gosh all the time (laughs) i mean i think it's as, as rewarding as it is, it's also very challenging. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of people competing, you know, for consumers attention. And not only that, it's, we don't have, I don't have the, the money, quite frankly, that some of these other companies that you named have in order to get our message out there. And also in, in order really to show that the messages that are being paid for are false. There is, mm. you know, there's no women's basketball sneakers. We've been playing in sneakers that are damaging to our bodies. And that's not a message that a lot of people want out there. And so one of the discouraging things I'd say is sometimes when I try to sponsor teams, when I try to sponsor tournaments, I get shut down because other footwear companies will outbid me so that I can't have that spot. Um, and it's happened in, on multiple occasions in multiple different capacities, which has been very challenging. But at the end of the day, I think there's once this message continues to spread throughout the women's basketball community, we are such a tight knit and value driven community that I don't see anyone able to stop it once we're all on board. I mean, if we had if we had unlimited budget and unlimited funds, we'd have a huge line of different lines of basketball, youth, adult different probably different widths for performance lifestyle clothing uniforms the whole nine we'd have every college team outfitted every pro team outfitted we'd be everywhere and i think we will be there one day i'm 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 confident we will be what is this just year two year two and you're already in a a major um sporting goods store exactly and we're already having contract discussion so it's been it's been terrific yeah oh my goodness i mean most people as you know most businesses fail within the first five years and you are like in the first two years making boss moves you're not even well, we're, we're not quite out of the five years just yet no you're gonna uh, it's, you got to you i see you you're, you're like doing super bowl commercials you know it down the line, you're going to be doing some kind of funny Super Bowl so. commercial with Moolah chicks. Um, you've gotten a lot of experience in this, this two years. I know you you majored in finance at Boston College. Um, mm-hmm. What do you know now that you could help someone else who's trying to do get in the shoe game as well? What what advice would you give someone who's who's just starting out? I don't know. I mean, I think to get in the shoe game, it's one thing to, you know, it's one thing to start working at a, at a company. It's a whole nother thing to start your own brand and to 
to try to take that to market. I'd see, I'd say the shoe industry, right? There's, there, there, those are definitely two very distinct avenues because in order to create products, you really need to know what exactly you're making it for and, and why. And I know, of course, with women's basketball, that's what's so close to my heart. That's who I am. That's what this entire thing is. Um, but in terms of getting into the footwear industry in general, I feel like you really need to know your why and what drives you. I think that applies to anything that we do, knowing why we do it. it that keeps us getting up in the morning, keeps us motivated. Um, and even for me, on something as, I call it silly, as TikTok, I want to continue to uplift and empower female athletes. And that keeps me going because most people my age, I'll be 50 in a couple of months. They don't understand what I do. They're like, why, what are you doing? And I tell them, this is why I do it. And this is why we'll continue to do it. So you got to have that, that why to, to keep you moving. You do. Yeah, you definitely do have to have the why. I mean, I think that's the only thing when you ask, have you ever have you ever had uh, some times that weren't as easy that were a little bit more discouraging? I think you always have to go back to your why and and stay true to that. So so what's next for you guys? We just want to spread the word and just continue to build the hype, get these sneakers on as many female hoopers as possible because it's one thing to hear about the message and to hear oh sneakers weren't built for you, but. The second you put the shoes on, that's immediate. And none of that even needs to be said because when people actually put the shoe on, it fits correctly in the best way possible. And everyone says, oh my gosh, it was so crazy putting them on. I didn't have to break them in. What they're saying is they actually fit my feet, right? There's no breaking with these shoes because they fit your feet. And I think people were, people have just been, in disbelief saying, oh my gosh, this is how basketball shoes fit men's feet. The way moolah kicks fit my feet. And I say, yes. And it's, you Whoa. see people's minds get blown that their feet don't burn, their, don't hit the top of their shoe, their foot doesn't slide side to side. There's no foot pain. Um, none of that's normal. And definitely none of that is here with moolah kicks. Yo, my mind was just blown. I got chills. I thought it was normal to break a shoe in. No. no. Oh, that's crazy. Yes, I, would I like to definitely have that feeling. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I used to walk around in my basketball shoes, just doing everyday stuff, so I can get them broken in, so I wouldn't, so I they feel good when I play. Nope, you do not have to break the. There's no break. There's nothing to break in. They fit your feet how they should when you put them on. How is the woman's foot differently besides the width from? different from the men, the men's foot. And this is what's crazy about it's millimeters different. I mean, the, the differences are very slight, but make the biggest impact on your knees, ankles, and legs. It's literally like the princess and the pea. <laughs> you know, I mean, one, one time, okay. it's not a big difference, but over time, those differences actually end up determining how you're, body moves when you're playing and so the woman's foot on average has a higher arch is a little bit slimmer around the ball of the foot there are a few differences including the angle of how the ball of the foot is positioned 
And then we have a, a little bit of a thinner heel as well. But all of those differences stack up to create really a biomechanical fit in these sneakers that end up aligning your knees and hips better than men's or children's sneakers do. I mean, the human body, just one kink in the kinetic chain can mess up everything. Exactly. And when you're talking about just millimeters, I can, I can see how that would totally make a difference. I'm still, honestly, I'm still mind blown about the whole not breaking in the shoe thing, but go ahead. I'm sorry. I mean, I think the sneakers, what's challenging is that sneakers are not like, it's not like apparel. Sneakers are more similar to a helmet in that it's it's true performance equipment. And so if you wouldn't wear a helmet, that's too big. We shouldn't be wearing sneakers that are too big or don't properly fit, right? If you, you would never wear an oval helmet <laughs> that doesn't fit your, your head shape. I mean, you'd get a concussion. And that's basically what's been happening to the women's, women's basketball for the last 50 years. We've been playing in equipment that's too big, and we've seen the knee, ankle, and leg injuries that have happened because of that's it. That's mind-blowing right there. You're thinking, let's go back. When I was playing, I felt like everyone was tearing our ACL. And they were linking to, oh, what's the hip and the knee ratio? But no one talked about our feet and what was going on with the sneakers. So you, did you, you said you were studying this correctly. I mean, if I'm yeah, correct. And, and this, these studies have been published. It's known information. And I think part of it, Val, is what we do. And this goes back to everything that Moolah stands for and what we're doing, right? When something happens, we tend to blame women. So, of course, it's that. Of course, it's not the fact that the training isn't made for women and that the shoes aren't made for women. It's that oh, it must be your hips because you're a woman. You're too big. I mean, we naturally blame female athletes kind of for being the problem when the problem is that we're trying to operate on in equipment and with rule with rules and with training regimens that weren't specifically made for our bodies. You know, if, if men went and had to do the same thing in women's equipment, it, it wouldn't fit them properly and they would probably get hurt as well. We just don't see it because historically men have played sports first. They're set the precedent. And so that goes back to the importance of having brands and organizations who focus solely on women's basketball, women's sports, without comparing it to men's, right? And saying, this is a new path forward, and and here's why we're so excited to celebrate women's hoops, why we're here packing the stands and, and leaving it at that. That's good stuff. Is there anything, before we go into the rapid fire um, section or over time, is there anything that, that you wanted to share that we didn't, talk about i think we covered most of it we did okay oh, oh wait what about the fact you're, you're expanding you're looking you're looking for oh yes now, more you, people to come yeah, if anyone's listening and they are in the new york area and think there would be a good part to join the moolah kicks team please feel free to email val who can who can send you along my email because we are hiring for more team members 
Thanks for that, Val. Wow. No, no problem. I'll take a commission later. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So rapid fire, or I'll call it overtime. I'm just going to ask you. It's not that many questions. Some silly, definitely not um, related to sports. That's First right. First question. Salt or sugar in your grits? Salt. Yes. All right. I don't have to block you. Does pizza belong, I mean, does pineapple belong on a pizza? No. Okay. What's your favorite topping, by the way? I enjoy, like, a, a white pizza. I kind of, I like making pizzas at home. I made a, a white pizza with prosciutto and arugula, mozzarella, and ricotta the other night. It was really great. So I'd say that was a pretty so good one. White, white means no sauce, no red sauce. Yeah. But that was that's, that's on the top of my mind just because I made it last week. It's not necessarily my favorite. <laughs> Who was your high school celebrity crush? Oh my gosh. Miley Cyrus. Hannah Montana? No, Miley Cyrus. That's not Hannah Cyrus. Montana, is it? Yeah. It's Hannah Montana, but it wasn't. No, Hannah. is it Miley? Miley Cyrus. It's and it's I mean to this day. Miley Cyrus, hands down. What is a hidden talent that you have? That's a good question. Besides smoking layups. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't, I don't know if we'd call that a talent. I can juggle, I guess. That's a talent. <laughs> you can juggle? Mm -hmm. I never could. only can juggle two. I mean, not three. All right. Candy corn. Nope or dope? No. 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 Nope. The candy corn. I'm so surprised. No. I didn't realize how much people didn't like candy corn. I love candy corn. Okay. If you had to eat one thing for the rest of your life, what would you eat at every meal? I'd probably have a steak for or a ham. A steak? I eat so much ham. It's unbelievable. What? <laughs> that would be like my favorite fact. I have ham every day. I'm like, people joke that I'm like from the 1950s because I'll have like a slice of ham for dinner, like a ham steak. I'll have ham for breakfast. I have ham on, I can have ham for every meal. So maybe ham or steak. <laughs> I just got the book Green Eggs and Ham just jumped into my, my head. Yeah. Um, yeah. What person, dead of alive, yeah. would you want to sit down with and have coffee? Pat Summit. What would you guys talk about? Just the positive change that she really sparked in women's basketball and what it was like for her to grow up playing a three-on-three -three game and have that be her start of basketball and think about where she ended with a sold-out crowd, UConn versus Tennessee, winning a ton of boatload of national championships. Just I'd love to talk to her and, and learn and and soak up any information that and any really everything from her because she is she's someone that I looked up to my entire life. Yeah. Same. I, I loved um I love playing against her. We would play I've I've never played well at University of Tennessee. We right. had we the, my freshman year college. Yes. All that orange and what is it? Smoky top Rocky Top, that song mm -hmm. they always play. But I've never played well there. And it was in sold-out crowds. And my freshman year, there was a Final Four there. 
And we, had, we actually won the national championship there, but I still like had a crappy, crappy two games. But yeah, Pet had Summit. She's she's a legend. All right, next question. What is a good spy code name for you? A spy code name? Yes. I have no idea. I guess something that's not my name, right? <laughs> so yeah, maybe like, a different um... name. A regular, a, like a not, nothing to do with my name, like Lisa Jones or something. I don't know. Something that or has no relation the to crossover. a good name. Like something that maybe describes maybe your your basketball persona on the court. Yeah, I don't know. I, that's a, that's a hard one. I'll have to think about that one. Yeah, I'm curious. I would I was going to name you the ankle breaker or the the crossover. Well, that's AI though. Is that ankle a, breaker? Is that a spy name though? Like agent ankle breaker. Well, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe that's not a spy name. A code name. Right. I think it's. I don't even know. Yeah. That's people are like. What? You don't know one for yourself? Mm mm. I was hoping you had a good one. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't have any. That's a hard one. There's a lot of routes you could go. <laughs> okay. Here's a, here's, a, here's a random question Is your bed made right now? Yes. Yes. Every day. All right. Same here. I'm not, I don't consider myself a neat freak, but I do make my bed. Um, who is your favorite Disney character? Wow. These are good ones. Probably I get Disney and DreamWorks confused, <laughs> even though I, I did that. We probably, oh, I'm really blanking. Maybe, maybe Joy from Inside Out. Oh, I forgot all about that movie. I don't know. The Disney it. movie. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's Disney or Zootopia. Like I love Zootopia. That was a good one. I like uh, Mulan. Mulan. Have you watched that? Yeah, I haven't seen that in a long time. I haven't seen that that's in a one while. of my favorite. She may be my favorite. Okay. Have you ever worn socks with sandals? No. Then no. All right. Do you watch? Because I was gonna like take away some cool points if you answered yes, but. I would still love you anyway. Do you watch shows <laughs> one episode at a time or do you binge? <laughs> do you watch shows one episode at a time or do you binge whole seasons? Oh, I binge. I binge. I'm a big binger at night. Yeah, I can't help it. What are you watching now? I just finished Narcos Mexico. It's pretty good. I've seen that's on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah, my son watches that, I think. But that's in Spanish, isn't it? Subtitles? Yeah, it's subtitles, but I loved it. I thought it was really good. Yeah. I watched Narcos and then Narcos Mexico. Would you rather fly or have super strength? Fly. Okay. Okay, would you rather travel to the past or to the future? To the past. Well, would, would you change something? No, I think I'd like to travel. Maybe it's maybe just now. I'm in a. I think there's there's definitely a case to be made for both. But I would like to travel to the past and see what it was like with no phones. And I'd also like to travel to the future and see what things are going to be like. So I, I have a hard time with that one. But I think. Do you mean? 
technology is hard. I don't love how much technology has taken over. From a personal standpoint, I don't love how much technology has taken over our lives. And when you mean phones, you mean no cell phones or just telephones in general? No, just cell phones. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, because that, that was my era. Like, my first cell phone was in, like, 1997. It was, like, a little one of those candy bar looking phones yeah and they charged you for minutes like it was no unlimited minutes you had to all right i don't want you to use up my minutes uh i'll talk to you later bye you know you only got like so many minutes per month it was no texting yeah that'd be fun i think you you might like that i think i'd love it what's your what's your go-to karaoke song or song in the shower something my friend my one friend and i have a dance routine and song routine to some of the chicago songs really and when you're good to mama by queen latifah it's that's my go-to karaoke song or anything like anything from that that era range yeah kind of odd songs for karaoke but Definitely older ones. I I went to karaoke last week, and that's what's top of mind. Oh, did you per, you perform that? Yeah, I performed that. We performed "When You're Good to Mama" by Queen Latifah. We performed Celine Dion. Okay, I performed "It's Raining Men." I performed "Let's Have a Kiki." That's my song. So songs, yeah, songs like that. Yeah, that, I haven't been in a while, but my song is "It's Raining Men," and I will survive. Right, those right, are the last tough one. I can check that, I think, right? <laughs> right it's, my last Google search was connect to HP8710. I was trying to connect to the printer. So that's that was my last <laughs> Google search, trying to figure out like, why it was printing. Classic, classic. All right, lastly, how can we find you online and how can we support Moolah Kicks? Follow us on the gram, on TikTok, at Moolah Kicks, M-O-O-L-A-H-K-I-C-K-S. And find us in Dick's Sporting Goods and pump the brand. Go, you know, tell all your basketball friends you know, tell your teammates, tell your coach. And I think everyone who has been part of spreading the word has gotten terrific feedback because everybody wants, everyone in women's hoops, like, we want to be contributing towards brighter future we want to be wearing sneakers that fit our feet. And so anyone to introduce the brand, it's, I always appreciate it, but I think teammates and other people who are hearing about it appreciate it just as much. Well, we'll talk afterwards about what I can do on my end with my account, but thank you for everything that you were doing for the game of women's basketball and, and for women's sports in general. And I appreciate your time. I know you're super busy with Wrong and Empire. And that's it for the episode, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Today's episode of Stay Fierce with Coach Bow is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is newly created internet community that tries to find an intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite sports team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on their social media. Go to sportsdrink.org, open Instagram, and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sportsdrink, but without vowels. And if you want to find me, 
Catch me on TikTok at I am Coach Val or on Instagram at I am dot Coach Val. And make sure you subscribe and follow this podcast. Stay fierce, goats. Peace.